Plant porn. For gardeners, tis the season for temptation. Willpower wanes as my mailboxes, electronic and otherwise, fill up with the newest varieties of plants, all promising to be spring sensations. I fall for this every winter. Marketers know how to exploit my dormant desires for the smell of new life, for color, for something new that outperforms the old. I'm a sucker for the copywriter's claims. I forget to consider whether these plants want more than I'm willing to give. Are they deer resistant? Hardy in my zone? Not too thirsty for water? Need deadheading? Require heavy fertilizing? Staking? These are all things I'm not willing to do anymore, but I don't remember that until the plant arrives. Slick, glossy catalogs confuse. I could learn from my mistakes, but if history is any guide, I won't. I fell head over heels for the bloomerang lilac when that debuted as the must-have lilac. Its claim to fame, it bloomed all summer and into fall. The copy said, this prolific rebloomer needs a little deadheading. I was hyperventilating, horticulturally speaking, when I first saw it in a catalog, but it turned out to be like a high-maintenance date, all that deadheading. It needs lots of fertilizer, too. It took a summer rest before reblooming, a long rest. And while the copy claimed the smell of lilacs all season sounded like heaven, I was discombobulated by their smell in October. Lilacs are the smell of spring, and it felt strange to smell them in autumn. My olfactory glands never made the adjustment. One of the things I love about lilacs is that they're no work. That bloomerang was more work than I was willing to put in. This wasn't the fault of the lilac, but my own failure to set realistic expectations. I had to admit this. When I bought it, I was all set to fall in love. No facts would deter me. Some variegated plants require more upkeep than I can manage too. They keep reverting to their non-variegated origins. To get them to fulfill their full promise, I pinched them back. There's a limit to the amount of pinching I have time for these days. And every time I pinched them back, my husband noticed I made a pinching and pursing expression with my lips. It was a full-body experience that was leaving me with some unattractive lines. If I could be satisfied just to look and not be so impulsive, I wouldn't have this problem. I swore off bloomerangs, and I returned to the old-fashioned lilacs that asked nothing of me. And every year I returned to some of the best-performing and low-maintenance plants. Like long, happy unions, they perform well, no matter what comes along. They ask so little, year after year, the sedums and the nepetas. If you have a problem area, plant them and they thrive. I've been seduced by so many varieties. One year, I fell hard for Agastache Tutti Frutti and planted it in waves. In my smitten state, I overlooked that not all Agastache are hardy in my zone as I thought. The wave died. I returned to the more tolerant Agastache Blue Fortune. Other new loves of my life might as well have been planted with a flashing neon sign that read Salad Bar Open. The deer have cleared me out and cleaned me out more times than I want to admit. 
But just like my multiple mistakes in marriage, I've gotten better, horticulturally speaking. And after learning the hard way, I'm doing more research, and I ask the pros. And so once more, I renew my New Year's vow, corral my desire during this fallow season. But who doesn't want to fall in love just one more time? <laughs>